thing on <laughs> what's up everybody welcome back to frankie delix oh my gosh happy new year i'm so excited to finally start 2021 and finally close that 2020 chapter yes i know we're still going through a pandemic yes i know we're still having to wear masks and having to take precautions which i mean to be honest we should have been doing anyway but i mean here we are um it's just finally being able to put that 2020 energy behind us and start all over uh start this new chapter start this new book um and i'm excited to see where the year takes us where the year takes this podcast uh you never know where you're gonna end up i don't know where i'm gonna end up i'm not the kind of person that despite being a virgo <laughs> i don't get caught up in plans i kind of try to just go with the flow and see what's coming my way and if I like it, then I'm down. If I don't, then I'm not. <laughs> you know, it's just short, sweet, and simple. Uh, today, we have a pretty interesting topic. I really wanted to get into the subject of healing the inner child. Uh, that's a pretty broad, and it, it, it goes in pretty deep, so this might have to be like a two-part series. Uh, but I'm just going to play it by ear and see how I feel about it just because it can be a pretty intense and in-depth subject <laughs> but childhood trauma is just one of those things that follows us into the rest of our lives so we really spend our well first of all I really want to give a trigger warning and just mention the fact that I'm talking about childhood trauma and I know that Many people still don't know how to cope with theirs and, you know, so don't know how to or are still in the process of processing their own childhood trauma. Uh, so this this topic of this topic of conversation can be a little triggering for some. So I just wanted to give that heads up. But we we spend a, a, a chunk of our adolescence for the most part processing our childhood trauma. You know, like we're still going through the motions of it. We're still kind of feeling the remnants of that emotion. And we spend the rest of our adulthoods unpacking that trauma and kind of trying to understand it and trying to move past it, hopefully. And if not, then really you're just letting it consume you um, and we let it consume us. So I kind of wanted to touch on the subject and uh, kind of share a few of my experiences with my childhood traumas and kind of how I got the chance to overcome that through specifically the power of plant medicines. You know, ayahuasca was definitely a huge help. Mushrooms were a huge help, um, but they just really helped me realize that I have everything that I need to kind of push through that. So I kind of wanted to share with y'all my, you know, tips and tricks, uh, some of my experiences as to, you know, where this all started for me. So. If we circle back to that first ayahuasca experience, that round one, uh, one of the more profound and like the stronger experiences that I got from that was I actually got to see myself as a child. So, you know, I'm in a process, the, the medicine's kicked in, it's been about maybe two hours, uh, and which by the way, uh, it takes 45 minutes to an hour for it to kick in, um, or for you to feel like the first wave of medicine kind of creep up over you. Um, but after after that first wave started kicking in, um, I really started to go in and I started to go inward. So I kind of closed my eyes both with medicine still in my system and there's this this light, <laughs> this white blue light that kind of appeared in front of me and it took the shape of 
younger Frankie. <laughs> it was little me, and I'm like staring at myself dead in the face. And I remember looking at myself and kind of telling myself, I was like, hey, uh, who are you? Like, what, what are you doing here? And little Frankie was pretty much just like, hey, well, you know, I'm year, I'm year, <laughs> I'm you, yart. <laughs> I'm you, uh, I'm here to pretty much kind of close certain chapters that you really need to close. And in that moment, I, I really did realize that I just had to owe myself a big apology. Now, you may be thinking, like, what the fuck do you have to apologize to yourself for? <laughs> and in this moment, I had this, this moment with me and my younger self, my, my childhood self. And I was like, dude, I am so sorry that I put you through all the shit that you went through, um, that I made you believe other people's, you know, opinions or other people's thoughts of you. Uh, I'm sorry for putting you in the situations that I've put you in. You know, do you forgive me? And in that moment, little Frankie was just like, I mean, just give me a hug and we can call it even. And taking that time to hug yourself and love yourself and love your child self and know that like you as a child had nothing to do with whatever was going on in your external environment you know it's unfortunate that because of trauma we receive things a certain way and we perceive things a certain way um, because ultimately that's how they affected us and that's how they made us feel and that is 100% valid and that's 100% true like, nobody can take that from you nobody can take how somebody made you feel like how do you felt that is completely yours and if somebody's trying to sit here and you know trying to invalidate that or even gaslight you and tell you you know what that's crazy you know what like that's not how it went down that's not how you you know you remembered it I mean, that's how I remembered it. That's how the situation made me feel. That's how everything kind of pushed me to be here where I'm at now with this mindset and this state of mind. And it's really about taking the time to validate yourself and validate your own experiences. Um, so I kind of wanted to get into what some childhood trauma can look like. Um, it's super different for everybody and everybody's situation and everybody's circumstances are so special to them and to themselves. Um, so I'm just gonna give some like general general like aspects of childhood trauma, which can include physical abuse. Uh, I don't think I really have to get too into detail with that one. Um, we've heard so many cases, we've, we've seen so many cases, there's a few documentaries out there um, explaining and going explicitly in depth into physical child abuse. Um, we also see a lot of emotional abuse, so I, I personally went through a lot of emotional and, and mental abuse. Um, and when I say abuse, I use that loosely because I know that wasn't the intention of my adults growing up, but that's ultimately what ended up happening. So emotional abuse can look like, you know, the invalidating of your feelings, um, making you feel less than who you are because of how you feel. I know that right now, I mean, personally, I just have, a, I have trouble mustering up tears sometimes. Like I, I feel like a fucking robot. I'm like, oh my God, why can't I fucking cry? Uh, but I really came to that, that realization that when I was younger, I was, Whenever I would cry, you know, my, my designated adult, my parent, would tell me, my mom actually, she would, she would say, well, Frankie, only girls cry, solamente las viejas lloran. And I remember every time I would cry, 
those words would kind of ring in my head and in my body like a bell. And now here I am at 23 years old, not being able to create a fucking movie if I need to. Um, so that's something that I personally still need to work on and I personally need, still need to work towards. And that's my own personal goals, you know, but that's just an example. There's uh, a lot of mental abuse that goes in at homes too, a lot of a lot of gaslighting. I personally, you know, have tons of experiences with this, especially when you're you're a spiritual kid. You know, I've I've always held on tight to my spirituality ever since I was a kid. And when you're holding on to that, which is not a physical reality and you're living in a physical reality where people are telling you you're tripping, you're crazy, you know, that nothing is there. Like what lady? Ain't no fucking lady in here. <laughs> you know, like it's it's a mind fuck you know it really trips you up so you really have to stand your ground and and hold on to that truth like nobody's business you know that something that you can't shake off because in that moment how you felt becomes your truth you know especially as a child you know kids are sponges they're always you you tell you flip a kid off the next thing you know they're in class flipping the whole motherfucking crew including the teachers including the cleaning staff i mean the whole fucking nine yards <laughs> kids are awesome in that way where they're just these awesome molds you know the, the these little humans that already have their molds not even like they, they come with their own personalities they come with their own structure like don't fuck with them like they're just chilling they're just vibing and it's not until some asshole adult comes over and tells them and makes them feel lesser than that you know these traumas and these conditionings you know this the societal conditioning kind of comes into play and I think it's it's a huge responsibility on the parent most more than anything you know the kid didn't ask to be here the kid didn't didn't ask to be put in this world you know and it's the adult's responsibility to take care of that child to to nurture that child to make sure that the child has you know the unconditional love that they need to survive or you know the necessary resources they need to excel in life and you know unfortunately I know that's not the case and that that really is what breaks my heart because of you know whatever whatever future that child holds all of a sudden becomes affected by how they were treated when they were younger and it's not fair and I know there's that whole life isn't fair saying well I have I have a big fuck you to that <laughs> yes life isn't fair but it sure can be and we sure can make it to be that but it's just not how how people think unfortunately it's not how things play out a lot of my it, my childhood traumas were unfortunately rooted in my physical presence so how I looked was really what affected me um, I've always been on the thickest snicker side of things <laughs> I've always been on the heavier side and when you are in a Hispanic household or even I know our Filipino cousins out there be going through it too um, it's really unfiltered and it's really in your face that you've gained weight or you've lost weight or you know your physical presence is somehow way more important than whatever you know emotional emotional support that you can bring uh, I growing up unfortunately had a pretty shitty relationship with food so a little backstory it's no surprise that I'm a fucking chatty Kathy I mean here I am with a whole ass podcast because I like to talk <laughs> And I've always been a chatterbox, and I've always been somebody who just, you know, likes to socialize, likes to, to be in the whole ambiance of things. 
and my parents were not fans of that growing up. Um, a lot of people weren't. A lot of adults in my life, uh, which I get it. Like, a little kid is running around, and it's annoying as fuck. Like, dude, just shush. But we don't see how that affects us to this day. So I, the only way that I knew how to shut up was to eat. So my entire relationship with food was built around me being quiet. You know, it was the only time, it was the only way I could keep myself distracted enough to just not talk or not move around so much. And I didn't understand why. So like ever since then, you know, I started picking up, I started racking up the pounds, you know, shit starts adding up. (laughs) And I remember since I was like eight years old, my mom put me on every fucking diet out there. I'm talking Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, Southwheat, Beach, Paleo, like the whole nine yards. Like I, I've done them all high carb, high carb, um, low carb, all protein. I mean, just you name it. Like I, it, none of them fucking work. Like I mean, here I am, you know, still on the thicker side of life. <laughs> but I remember I had to take that that moment and realize, wait, I have a shitty relationship with food because of these reasons so I kind of had to take myself out of my own head and my own reality if you will you know whatever reality it is that I was living at the time where I was using food to kind of compensate for me emotionally you know it's like oh my gosh in order for me not to feel like shit and for somebody to put me down for talking so much the only thing I can think about doing is eating so that's kind of you know just a glimpse into even minor childhood trauma little little trauma that we we don't even notice and trauma actually does manifest itself into the body Uh, a lot of women uh, hold trauma in their hips Uh, a lot of people can have uh, cardiac issues so a lot of heart attacks strokes um, high cholesterol obesity Uh, you know this trauma builds up and the body can only can only take so much Um, and kind of touching on the whole body thing so there's this spiritual concept, you know, the spiritual belief that we have three bodies, right? We have our emotional body, we have our physical body, and we have our spiritual body. And these three bodies are so interconnected, it's not even funny because all of a sudden you're building up these physical symptoms of, you know, whatever it is, you know, lower back pain, upper back pain. And little do we know it's actually the emotional body that's affected or the energetic, sorry, or the spiritual body that's affected. And when one body's affected, all three bodies reflect on that, you know, reflect on how it's being affected. So I I had to take the time to heal my energetic or my emotional body and, and my spiritual body and kind of align it to how I was feeling in this physical three dimensional world. And don't get me wrong, like, it's no walk in the park, and it's something that I'm still working on to this day. So when, like, let me, let me give you a tough pill to swallow, this whole healing shit, yeah, this shit is forever. <laughs> the, the growing journey is forever, and I think that's the best part of it, is you're constantly learning and discovering all these new parts of yourself. Um, and once you get to discover the root of a lot of your issues, and once you see that, okay, like these issues actually come from my childhood, you can really learn to let go. And it really just like does come down to forgiveness. And you know, you're ultimately, you're not forgiving anybody. I know we've heard this a thousand times, but here's a thousand and one. 
you're not forgiving anybody for them. You know, this isn't like, I forgive you because you deserve it. No, 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 no. It's more of like, I forgive you because I deserve it. You know, I deserve the peace. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be, you know, in my own power and in my own right. And it, it really sucks when you're seeing somebody who you know that can do it, you know, who you know that can push forward and can keep going, but they're stuck within the limitations of not only their mind, but whatever it is that other people have fed them, you know, whatever ideas, whatever constructs, whatever boundaries that somebody else has put you in, like, trust me, that doesn't exist. You can definitely get yourself out. And that's kind of the whole point. And um, we have all these amazing tools within spirituality, like, you know, astrology can really show us where our childhood issues are deeply rooted, you know? We can look at the moon sign, you know, your moon sign can tell you a whole lot about that. I have a Libra moon, <laughs> uh, and Libras are about balance, and they're about keeping the scales, and they're about, um, you know, kind of harmonizing with their environment. And I grew up in an environment that wasn't very fair. Uh, I wasn't very just, and I didn't feel like there was ever any justice kind of being served. So my whole life has really been about trying to keep the peace, but at my own sake, you know, at my own cost, not my own sake, sorry. So I much rather risk my own peace than create chaos. And that's something that I'm still learning to work with. Like that's, that's something that I need to really let go because sometimes holding the peace really isn't worth, you know, the, the chaos that's going to come about because ultimately I'm the one that ends up feeling like shit because I'm like, oh, I should have said something or I should have brought something up or, you know, I, you just start beating yourself because of things. And, you know, the again, astrology, the moon sign can show you, you know, how or where you manage your traumas. And moon is the emotion, so... You know, that's kind of one of the better placements to look at, as well as, as well as Chiron, the asteroid. Check that one out, too. Do some research on on those two, those two heavenly bodies. Um, but yeah, like, facing your, your inner child really does come down to doing things that made you happy as a kid, that really fulfilled you as a kid. Like, I can tell you right here, right now, like, to me as a kid, if you give me a pen and paper and you just let me doodle... I was the happiest kid in the world, you know, if I could just be with my cousins or be with my friends and just hang out and, you know, just talk and laugh and, you know, maybe even get into some hood rat shit, like, that was, that was happiness for me, that was, you know, going around the block, going on walks, um, those are things that I enjoyed to do as a kid, singing, singing when nobody's looking, you know, just not really letting other people's opinions affect what makes me feel good, you know, what what satisfies me truthfully. And healing your inner child is actually doing the things that you love, you know, all those things that you're like, oh my God, like, I used to love doing this shit so much and it made me feel so good and it just brings about these good-ass memories. Oh, well, guess what? Do that shit. It's 2021. Like, we are not going to be settling for shit that just doesn't make us feel good anymore. And I think 2020 really taught us that, you know, it, it sat us down and it made us reevaluate everything and everything, anything that's in our lives. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's why I really wanted to kick off the year with this, this inner child podcast, this inner child episode. Because, you know, I want my audience to be able to take the time and self-reflect, you know, what makes me feel good? What would make 
little me feel good and you know things that you know make you feel good and it's only you and it's not something that you necessarily have to do with a partner or a friend it's very much so something you can do for yourself you know by yourself treat yourself that's what self-care really looks like you know or it's it's super independent and it's super up to you but you know those have just been my personal experiences with it um I know it was kind of all over the place and there's definitely more than that more ground that needs covering on this subject but for now I think I'm just gonna leave you guys there uh thank you so much for listening you guys are the fucking best uh thank you to anybody and everybody that just hits me up in my dms and just you know has any questions I'm more than happy to answer them and if I don't have the right answer for you I can most definitely point you the way uh, I want to be I want this platform, I want this podcast to be a sense, a point of direction. You know, I want to go here. I want to, you know, dive into this. Okay, well, I can kind of point you there, but don't just take my word for it. Just go out and do shit yourself. You know, the spirituality ultimately comes down to the individual and you being in your own individual experience and, you know, you kind of thinking for yourself and taking that power back. And it all starts with the childhood. So... Uh, let me know, you know, any any of your guys' best practices, how you guys connect with your inner child. Hit up my DMs, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it. And I, I want to get you guys way more involved in this process. So for now, thank you guys so much. I love you all. And I hope you have an amazing week. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Bye.